0: Join me for practical guidance, truthful discussions, and interviews with people who are successfully living a soul-driven life. My name is Anna Hendricks, spiritual guide, marketer, and your host. Thank you for being here. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Soul Driven Podcast so great to have you here thank you for popping in i'm really excited to talk about today's topic subject for those who didn't know i took a two-week break uh and last week the interview with davis carr amazing tarot card reader astrologer That was the first episode back live. If you didn't check that one out, highly recommend. Um, But I promised that I'd be coming back and talking about my break, where I was at, what was going on, just why I disappeared. (laughs) Um, So first of all, there is so much to say, so much to say. But the good news is that I'm going to do my very best to keep this very focused for you. So, if you didn't listen to the Akashic reading for October, highly recommend. Even though it is at the end of October, if it's something that's drawing you to it, I highly recommend. One of the big reasons I recommend it is because not only was it a huge impetus behind my disappearance, but also me getting really serious about my spiritual practice, about putting together my own spiritual toolkit, about what it is that we are moving into, and all things that I'm going to be talking about today. And so I've had a couple of weeks to really sit with this. You know, Mercury Retrograde is not a time to start things. It's not a time to like launch projects. In fact, it's really funny. Um, One of my favorite apps, Medium. It's a blog platform. I write there. I share uh, the monthly Akashic readings there. Um, But I love this app. I read it all the time. Well, guess what? They released an update. They updated the whole app. It's a redesign. Right at the beginning of Mercury Retrograde and it is awful. Oh my gosh! Is it awful? <laughs> Mind you, I'm a paid subscriber, so I pay every month to read other blogs on this app to participate, and I'm so bummed. I'm so bummed. I left a not so great review. I'm so bummed. I actually wrote a blog, ended up taking it down about two week, a week and a half later, but. You know, I've I've been in marketing for over 10 years and I've seen plenty of companies update their apps or their social platforms or whatever the case may be and people complain and are not happy and I've always kind of like rolled my eyes at them. But this one was just like what the heck? I have a background in user experience design and so it just kind of really blew my mind that they took away a lot of the options on the app, on the newly updated app. Anyway, I won't get into it, it's a rant. And all I could think was like, bad time to redesign guys, bad time to launch it, bad time. Because it wasn't just the design that like was not great, but I mean, all the bugs and all the issues. And while I am devastated, not even gonna lie, at the same time I was just kind of laughing like, these are not things you do in Mercury retrograde. (laughs) If I was on their staff, I would have been like, hey, we should wait a little bit. (laughs) Um, We're not fully out of Mercury retrograde yet, even though Mercury has gone direct as of Monday of last week, um, right before the full moon. But we're still in the shadow until November 7th. And the shadow is just kind of when Mercury is retracing steps. And so a lot of Mercury retrograde things can happen. Bottom line, this is a very huge time. Any Mercury retrograde is a very powerful time to really sit with what's going on in your life, what's working, what's not. It's the time of res, right? Revision, redefine, reimagine, reconsider, reevaluate, you know, all the res. And after channeling through the October reading from the Akashic Records, you know, if you go back to listen, they really talk about this is the time. It's the time to get very serious about your spiritual practice. And they say something to the effect of, we know we sound like a broken record, but hopefully you're gonna listen this time. And when I actually went back and listened to that the first time, I kind of, I kind of laughed a little bit, but then I'm just like, holy shit, they mean serious business. Because that is something that they have been sharing for several months now. The importance of You know, figuring out where we're putting our energy, putting up boundaries around those things of really solidifying our spiritual practice, getting serious about it, you know, making it a priority. And I think that sometimes when we hear things again and again, especially in the midst of everything that's going on in this world right now, which is a lot, it's really easy to kind of bypass those things and be like, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah you know you're like i got i got my meditation practice down i'm good and nothing against that by any means right we all start somewhere and i'm not here to place judgments or shame or anything like that on anyone else's spiritual practice but i knew very much for me and it was like this energy that i could feel moving in it was just like it is time to go under and go internal And that was why I pulled back. I actually shared with the Soul Driven Collective, you know, like, hey, fam, (laughs) I'm not going to be here for the month of October because I need to reevaluate some things. And then it was shortly after it was like, I need to take a break from the podcast. And one week turned into two. And these were this was just such crucial time for me. Not only am I really going through a lot of things personally, but also in the midst of getting ready for what is coming. Again, this is something that they spoke about in the October reading, what is happening on this planet right now. This split between the 3D and the 5D, and the 5D is already here, but we are really starting to experience that division. We are really starting to experience a lot of tension and a upheaval and a breaking apart of so many structures, systems, things that have been in place for centuries that don't serve us equally, that don't take care of all of us. And anything that doesn't do that including ourselves, our habits, anything like that, is going to not only be brought to the surface and aired out, but it's gonna have to go if we are going to be evolving with where we're heading. And I can tell you that it's gonna not be the easiest thing. It's gonna be uncomfortable, might be painful. We can either surrender to that and enjoy it a lot more on the way, or if we choose to push back against it, it's going to be very difficult. Now I want to say on the front end, I am not about fear mongering. I have no, like nothing that I'm sharing with you today is to elicit any kind of fear. And if you do feel fear arising or anxiety about some of the things I'm saying, that's totally okay. But I want to let you know upfront I am sharing this with you not only to empower you, which is what I always do when I share truth with you, but also because, like, this is the time. We are getting ready to move into serious shit. <laughs> and this is the time. Don't wait. Don't wait. You know, like, I hope you feel the urgency. And that doesn't mean you need to go out and change your world, but this is real stuff because the truth of the matter is is that our exterior world or the exterior world i should say and when i say exterior world i mean anything that's like outside of your home right so um politics um uh, the financial systems like all of that is getting ready to start really crumbling and if we are focused on those things if we are putting our energy into all of those things if we are allowing ourselves to be caught up in that then we're also going to be very shaky, very bumpy, very fear feel filled, anxious, all of those things. Or we could choose to allow those things to happen and to create our own peace by solidifying our spiritual practice, by bringing our attention back, by safeguarding our energy, by putting boundaries into place. And this doesn't mean spiritual bypassing or checking out of what's happening in the world. That is not what I'm saying. I think it's important to know what is happening in our world, but we can know what is happening in our world while still pulling back and allowing ourselves to be fortified, to be edified, and to continue on our own path. Because we will not be able to fulfill our purpose. We will not be able to give to the world the way that we are meant to give to the world if we get lost in all of that other stuff. And this is the time where we've gotta make some serious decisions. Because it's kind of like, you know, if you're getting ready for an earthquake, Or let's say a hurricane's coming, right? (laughs) I live on the coast. (laughs) Deal with that ish every freaking year. It's like, is it going to come? Is one going to come? You know? And if you're smart, it kind of like the beginning of the hurricane season, a little bit beforehand, you start going over your list. Like, okay, do I have my supplies? Am I ready? Do we have like a backup plan? Do we have like somewhere to go if we have to leave last minute? Do we know what we're going to bring? You know, these kinds of things. And... It's so important to do that up front versus waiting until the hurricane is like here. Until we're in the midst of it to try and make those plans, do those things, then it's a train wreck, right? I know you can feel that. And that is the difference between what I'm sharing with you now and why I am kind of pushing this urgency on you now is saying like, and it's not just me by any means. This is what has been coming through the records for the past couple of months and absolutely was like the driving energy behind the October records. And part of why Anna checked out because it was like, it's time. (laughs) It is time to get serious about this. And the thing is is that uh, you can see this astrologically, okay? Literally this past weekend after the new after the full moon, the energetic dynamics started switching up. And from now until March, things are going to be heavy hitting. There are some astrologers out there that are are making some some really huge claims about what is going to be happening in the next, what, six months, um, five months, um, five to six months. I am not going to do any of that because, quite frankly, I haven't been led to share anything like that. But I do know that the energy that is coming is going to really be powerful enough to create some massive, massive changes. Not only that, but the U.S. is going to be hitting its Pluto return in February. And if you don't know what a Pluto return is, um, it's the natal return. So the last time that, uh, well, I'm not going to go into all of those things. Check out U.S. Pluto return online. Google it if you're really curious about understanding the mechanics of it. Suffice it to say, this is massive. As humans, Pluto moves so slow that we don't ever go through a Pluto return in our lifetime. Because it takes, I think, like a couple of hundred years. Um, I always get my numbers mixed up. So (laughs) let's say like 250, 275, somewhere around there, years. Um, And of course, none of us are that old. So we never experience that but when a pluto return happens it completely levels everything that was before and brings in something new and what is that what that is going to do to the u.s because the u.s is really going to be on the forefront of the international landscape in 2022 because of this because the u.s starting in february will be redefining who it is we'll be saying wait a minute, let's look back at the constitution. Are we upholding these values? Are we doing these things? Do these values even align with us anymore? We are basically reconstructing our entire identity as a nation. And that is huge, huge. Pluto is no joke. It's all I really have to say. It is just no joke. Um... It's a very powerful planet. It really requires us to look at self. But anytime Pluto comes in, or there's like a Pluto transit, or you hit it across your chart in some form of fashion, yeah, you're going to feel that one. <laughs> I am personally going through uh, Pluto is, uh, oh, I think it's either it's hitting my south node, I think is what is happening. And that is part of why I am going through such a massive transformation in my life right now, is because it's literally taking everything that I used to be, my values, the way I looked at life, everything, and like drop kicking it. (laughs) Like, just like, you're done. You're out. And I still have a good chunk of time to go through this. And mind you, I've been going through it. So for more than a year now, I think, um... Big things are big things happen when we deal with Pluto, so it is just so important. And I think this is why you know, part of the real intensity behind the records is just like get ready for the hurricane that is coming. Mind you, if you have your spiritual practice in place, if you have those boundaries in place, if you learn now and now is not too late how to pull yourself in how to keep your energy how to do those things guess what you can experience a wonderful life while like shit's falling apart around us and that way you can still be that beacon of light for the people in your life maybe it's your family maybe it's your friends your coworkers whatever the case may be We are all here for a purpose. I know for myself, I'm a truth teller. (laughs) That's like one of the things that I've always been gifted. And it's like, if I know the truth, I gotta tell it. I just, I have to share. And so again, this is not shared to freak you out in any way, but it absolutely, I'm sharing it with this urgency because this is big shit. And guess what? We will have a bit of reprieve in March, but then it's going to kick back up. I mean, you know, if you didn't listen to the 2021 um, forecast that I did with Sarah Elise, she's an astrologer. I brought the Akashic Records forecast uh, readings. She brought her astrology. We kind of mixed everything together. But the records shared like 2020 was the shakeup. Twenty twenty one is the beginning, and I don't know what twenty twenty two is yet. I haven't been guided to start doing those channelings. I will be sharing them this year, which I didn't do last year, but I will be sharing them this year. So you'll get a chance to read those for yourself. Um, I did three different readings last year that kind of culminated, and the overall energy and approach and things like that that I saw for twenty twenty one, which. It's so it's so interesting to me because like water was the biggest thing that I remember seeing all through those readings like visually and wow we have so much flooding this year and it's going to be even worse next year. Um okay. So that is why this is so important and a part of why i really took some time to step back because i know in my life not only am i going through so much personal change and that really can be additionally destabilizing right when like my own life is like falling apart in basically every way and then i look out at the world (laughs) and it's the same thing (laughs) and you could be in this position with me um, or you could be kind of doing great in, in with your internal world, with what's going on in your personal life, right? And, and just like looking out for you is chaotic. Either way, this is so huge. And even though I had a spiritual practice in place, even though um, I had a bit of a toolkit, I realized the importance of this. And so I want to go through this with you um, I want to give you some practical things that you need to do for yourself. Um, you know, take take what resonates, leave what doesn't, you know, you know, you know the saying. Um, but suffice it to say this is a time to commit to a spiritual practice and to building your spiritual toolkit for the road ahead. okay? very serious so the number one thing that you want to do is you want to define where it is that you're putting your energy you know sit down write a list i mean you can bullet point it out there's no need to like do a bunch of journaling unless that unless that's your jam you know think about like okay um like how often are you on social media like what kind of news do you watch the news do you read the news Um, you know, like how much time are you spending with friends and think about the friends that you're spending time with, you know, what, what are you doing with your family? What, what are you, where are you giving out, you know, of yourself, define where you're putting your energy and then you want to take that list and like maybe put like an X or a check next to each one and say, is this serving me or is this draining me? period. Keep it really simple and if you hesitate, then it's draining you. (laughs) That's all I have to say. If it's not a hell yes, then it's a no. (laughs) Um, And if it's not a hell yes, it gets an X. And it doesn't mean that's anything negative. That just means that's where you're at right now. That might change in the future. Don't judge this. Don't judge yourself. It's the best thing you can possibly do. And don't make it overly complicated. This is just to help you understand kind of the forefront of where you're at and what you're starting with. Because your energy is the most valuable asset you have. When our energy is high and we're in like, you know, we're vibrating at that high frequency, man, we can manifest, we can make things happen, we draw abundance towards us, we draw love towards us, we have the effect on our world that we want to. But when we're low in energy, you know, like we're tired, maybe we don't want to be around people, um, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's a big difference. And so that's why it's so important for you to understand where you're putting your energy. Um, number two, right, cultivate a spiritual practice. And... I've really been thinking about this, like, what is my definition of spiritual? And I feel like it is forever evolving for me personally. Um, And it's interesting because, like, that's one of the questions that I ask my guests, you know, on on my interviews. If you haven't heard my lightning round, I always ask them what spirituality means to them. And it's basically always different. It's just kind of one of those questions, you know. And so there's no right or wrong here, but for me at this point in time in my life right now, being spiritual is really connecting with my body, you know, it is connecting with um, myself and being internal and and, and feeling good about that. Um, but when you think about what is your spiritual practice, you know, you can think about how do you define spirituality and then what connects you to your spiritual self, right? What are those things? You want to write that out. And of course, you want to set and make a commitment, right? I'm going to spend five minutes every day. I highly recommend spending some amount of time in spiritual practice every single day, and if that means you have to start with three minutes fine so be it again no judgment but the thing is is that building a spiritual practice building a relationship with ourselves with our spiritual team with god you know universe whatever you'd like to call it it takes time and it takes commitment and consistency bottom line you know, you think about if you meet someone in real life and you want to get to know them more, right? Like, oh, you, you meet this like person and they're very attractive and like, oh, you want to start dating them because you really want to be with them. And like, you have to be consistent, right? Maybe you call them, maybe you talk on the phone, you're building that relationship. Um, you're, you're building that muscle, if you will, right? And that's what you have to do with a spiritual practice. So consistency is always the most important. And especially in the beginning, if you mess up on one day, it's, it's okay. Nobody's going to show up and hit you over the head. But when we have a plan on the front end, it helps us to stick to it, right? And for me, I like starting things on like the beginning of the month or at the beginning of a week. I love starting things on Monday. I always kind of know that like, if I start my week out on a Monday working out, then I'm not going to struggle as much getting to my movement for the rest of the week. And I always make sure that I work out the first day of a month, because it's just like, ah! For me, like, exercise is sanity, you know? Looking good in a bathing suit is a perk. (laughs) But um, it's not what motivates me. Exercise keeps me sane. And my spiritual practice is the same thing, and so pick a day, pick a day when you can commit, when you can stick to it, and I would recommend sitting up, setting up a reward system for yourself. Um, I keep like I create, I create my own uh, weekly planner, if you will. And every day on my planner, I have my non-negotiables that are part of my spiritual practice. Meditation, um, breath work, and my gratitude practice. Those are the three non-negotiables and working out. (laughs) So, And that's just for me. I also have other things that I do in my spiritual practice. But if I don't have time, then that's okay. Um, So I would definitely... You know, think about how much time you can give, be realistic about it, and then make the commitment, decide when you want to start. So what is a spiritual practice? Basically, it is defining, again, the things that connect you to your spiritual self. So I just kind of gave you some examples. And this is number three, you would want to write this out, right? Like, what is your spiritual practice going to be? mine has evolved over the years in regards to what my like morning uh morning time morning ritual whatever looks like sometimes it's not morning sometimes it's halfway through my day sometimes it's in the evening whatever it needs to be but um think about what has really been working with you as of late what is it that has been helping you to connect to your spiritual self You know, maybe it is something like meditation. Maybe it's actually like getting out in nature. Maybe it's just like getting some quiet time to yourself. You know that like really beautiful moment when you like come home from errands and you just kind of sit in your car for like maybe five to ten minutes before you go in the house and you're just like, (laughs) not everyone will get that, but I feel like a lot of us will. (laughs) Especially if you live with someone, especially if you've got a family, especially if, like, whatever. You know, my partner loves to listen to, like, loud music, and I mean, I enjoy music, but sometimes that's the last thing I want to hear. <laughs> so I'll take my couple of minutes in my car and just breathe. Um, breathwork has, oh my gosh, I'm in the midst of a Breathwork workshop right now with Jen Min, so... I interviewed her on the podcast, um, I think like two months ago, definitely going to have her for a workshop within our collective. She's amazing. Breathwork has now become, it's just one of those things in my toolkit and it's a non-negotiable for me. I carry so much tension in my body. When I used to wear my Apple Watch all the time, it would ping me constantly, being like, breathe, breathe, breathe. (laughs) Because I would catch myself, like, not even breathing. I have a lot of energy. And I also can, like, kind of just be, like, nonstop. I can be super mental. And when I can get lost in those really mental places, And heaven forbid I get, like, stressed or anxious. I mean, then it's overdrive. Then I just kind of, like, stop breathing altogether. (laughs) Um, But it has been so magical learning how to step inside myself and breathe and take a couple of minutes to do that. Um, Okay. So number four, you're going to... Build a spiritual toolbox of things that bring you back to yourself. So this is different from your spiritual practice, right? Your spiritual practice are things that connect you to your spiritual self. Your spiritual toolbox are things that bring you back to yourself. So that can be something like getting outside. That could be something like dancing or being with kids because, you know, you have to be present. Maybe putting your hands in the soil, you know, like playing with plants, getting creative and doing something artsy. When I say, like, doing things that bring you back to yourself, I mean doing things that, like, bring you joy, that, like, bring you, that help you recenter, that help you, like, let go of stress, that help you let go of the things in the outside world, you know, things that help you soften. Right? We're all so tense and hurried and busy and ugh, ugh, ugh. When we are able to soften to life and to soften to the people around us and to soften to ourselves, it's because we have come back to ourselves. Because no matter what type of person you are, no matter your temperament, no matter all of the pains and wounds and trauma that you carry, at core, you are a soft, beautiful, loving being. And so when you can find yourself in those places, that is when you are going to be able to nurture yourself, take care of yourself, you know, do those things. Um, your spiritual toolbox absolutely should have self care rituals in it. That's going to look different for everyone. I know that for me, like in. This kind of started last year in 2020, but 2021, it's just been a non-negotiable that I get eight hours of sleep and I have never in my life needed eight hours of sleep. <laughs> For the longest time, it was like six hours, seven. If it was more than seven, I would be exhausted when I, I mean, like I would not be in a good place when I'd get up. I just, I felt terrible. I felt groggy. I, I just ugh, didn't like it. And so for me, one of my self-care things this year, I finally stopped beating myself up because for years, I was like a five o'clock up and at it girl. I like those quiet mornings. I like feeling like I'm getting ahead of everybody in the dark. You know, my my very achiever masculine side, (laughs) big fan. Um... And so when I started needing more sleep in the midst of 2020, man, I was beating myself up. It was like, what's your problem, Anna? Why can't you get up? You know, like, you know you're happier when you do this. So what's going on? What's, what's the hang up here? What, what's, what's happening? Um, and hello, it's <laughs> almost the end of 2021. And I have just kind of, I would say in the last like mm, two months, started being really kind to myself about the fact that I now need eight hours of sleep, which means I sleep later. And on the days when I don't have to be up at a specific time, I let my body sleep until it wakes up. Major, major self-care stuff for me. And thankfully, even though the voices like to pop back up in my head, I'm just kind of like, Nah, boys. This is me doing me and feels good. We really have to take care of ourselves in these times. And so your spiritual toolkit is this list of things that bring you back to yourself. Ways in which you can uh, practice self-care in your life. And again, that's going to look different for everyone. The reason why you want to have this outlined for you is so that when things are crazy, when things are getting out of control, right? Maybe like me, you have a big transformation happening in your life and our external world is transforming. And so it's like double, double. And some days you just can't keep up and you can't, you know, find your balance. And so, boom, you go back to your list, your spiritual toolbox list. These are your tried and true things. And it can change, right? Maybe something works for a year and it doesn't for five. And then maybe you come back to it, whatever. No judgment with any of these things. It's really important when considering this spiritual toolbox that you think about what calms you down and what brings you joy. I think one of the biggest messages that are continually coming through the records, coming through my guides, just coming to me constantly is this grave importance of finding joy, of finding that like inner kid who wants to like get out some crowns, you know, and maybe color outside the lines and, or maybe go get dirty outside. Or, you know, I don't have children and so I really enjoy being around children. My, my nephews, you know, they always bring me back to like that inner kid, right? Um, they, they remind me to like not take life too seriously. And so any of those things for you that you can put into place. So it's like, okay, step back out of all the seriousness. Because the thing is like, I think with spirituality in general, we take it really seriously, just like we take life way too seriously. Like, we think we're, we need to be doing all these things, and we just don't. We just flat out don't. We do them because our parents did, because of social conditioning, because we're concerned what the neighbors are going to say, because we think we won't have friends if we don't, because blah, 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 blah. We don't need the majority of the shit. We just don't. And life would be so much simpler. And that is... I think that I got mixed up with my numbers here because I was kind of piecing things together. So I think that is number five. Yeah, I think it's number five. Simplify your life. Simplify your life. Going back to where do you put your energy? Where are you extending that energy? Think about all the activities that you're engaged in. Think about maybe the activities your kids are engaged in. Think about all of the clothes that are in your closet. Think about all of the, you know, ladies, you feel me, makeup that you've got, lotions that you've got. Like, it is mind-blowing to me every year because I'm like the purging queen. I love it. Um That the amount of like products and jewelry or whatever I get rid of like every year that I don't need and I don't think I buy that much. (laughs) And it's like, oh my gosh, this is like filling up a whole bag. You know, I'm like looking across the way now into my bathroom and I'm thinking like, oh yeah, I could get rid of that and that and mm, simplifying our life. Huge, huge, huge. You know, we think that, um, what, it, what is it, her name, Mary Kondo, right? Um, I believe she's that beautiful Japanese woman who talks about the importance of, like, the energy and how the things that we keep, right, like, they affect us because everything is energy. And when we have homes that are stuffed full of things we don't need, we're walking around with that energy on our shoulders, that weight and it's holding us back and it's keeping us from laughing more. It's keeping us from, you know, maybe doing things that we would take action on. Um, it is weighing down our relationships. It is holding us back. So simplify, simplify, simplify everything from, like the clothes in your closet to the people you hang out with to the activities that you're doing to, whatever the case may be. Again, if this is different, make a list of all the shit you do and think about how can I simplify? What can I simplify? You know, you can go back through that list of where you're putting your energy and start crossing things off. You know, no more, no more. I'm not going to do this. And simplify your home donate your things you know if, if you've got tons of toys like take them to a church take them to places where they can give them to families who are in need right now there's a lot of people who need the things that we have they would love to have them and you know i think that sure it's it's really easy to go drop them off to goodwill but if you look into Where a lot of that stuff goes, it doesn't go to good places. So dig a little bit deeper, like call some of your local churches. Whether you go to those churches or not isn't important, you know, but let them know, hey, I've got some furniture I want to get rid of. I've got a bunch of clothes, whatever the case may be. Even better, get your friends together and have like a garage sale and then, you know, try and take that stuff to like families who need it. You know, I mean, there's so many beautiful things that we can do to help take care of each other right now, because a lot of folks out there are not listening to podcasts like this, are not realizing what kind of change that we're going through, and they're not going to be prepared for the things that are coming. And so we need to look out for others as well. It's a little bit of a, a side rant, but... Very important. And finally, 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 (laughs) find community. Find community. If possible, I would suggest finding community that is not on social media, simply because when we get into social media, it pulls at us from so many different chords we don't even know. As you may or may not know, I chose to get back off of social media, my personal channels, anyway. And... Man, has it been nice. Just the, the lack of noise, you know, like, not even to mention the lack of scrolling. <laughs> um, it's really been helping me to tap into my intuitive self, to reconnect with myself, to connect with my body, It's been such a beautiful time to be doing this while in the midst of being involved in a course, uh, my Breathwork course, and thankfully this is a course that doesn't have a Facebook group. The majority of them do. And I mean, you know, like no judgment, whatever. But the thing is, is that it's very difficult to go onto Facebook and to dive into a group and be able to just jump back out of Facebook. You might be one of those self-disciplined people. Cheers to you. I am not that person (laughs) and guess what I got like plugins and all kinds of stuff to help me be better but it just is what it is. So I recommend trying to find a community that is not on a social network. If that's where you find your community, cool, do your thing. I think it's more important to have a community than not. Um, If you are looking for one, please check out the Soul Driven Collective, we are a sweet small bunch of folks. Um, This is something that I'm going to be working on a lot more moving forward, because I believe that, especially in these times, we so need community. We all need somewhere to go to be encouraged, right? To find out what is going on by people that we trust and um, to be able to share what's happening in our own lives, to be able to ask questions, And I would say with this, like, please be very, very discerning about where it is that you choose to find community. Unfortunately, the spiritual, new age, whatever, community has, and I've gone off on a couple of these rants, so I'm not going to lose myself this time, but has really started indoctrinating fear into their messaging, it's mind-blowing to me how they've kind of turned into organized religion in so many ways and have really gone from being inclusive to, like, not. Um, find a community that really makes you come alive, that makes you feel good, you know, that, that, that feeds your soul. And if that's with, like, come to the soldier and Collective, I would love to have you if not, not a problem. Community is something that we're really going to need in the days moving forward. Because, like I mentioned, we need that encouragement. We also need to know what's going on. And because there can be so much confusion between like our world, our personal world, and the outside world, it's very helpful to be amongst like-minded individuals who can share their own perspectives on what is going on. Their own ideas about what is happening. And you know, you can take and and leave and whatever the case may be from things that really resonate with you. But community is so important. And again, the records even talked about this in um, the October reading, which they've mentioned it a couple times now, but again, very much in the October reading about the importance of community. And aligning with like-minded individuals. So, I hope that you have found this to be valuable, useful, practical. You know, I'm, I'm all about the spiritual, but if it doesn't <laughs> if it doesn't become practical, then I just really have no use for it. Um, and so, I hope that is the case for you in the midst of this. Please reach out to me if you need any kind of assistance. Uh, You can send me an email, souldrivenpodcast at gmail.com. I am still offering Akashic Record readings. I also do Holy Fire distance healings. And I have launched my uh, spiritual guide practice, (laughs) which is similar to coaching. I like to call myself a guide instead of a coach because I strongly believe that we have all of the wisdom that we could ever need inside of us. But sometimes we need help, right? We need someone else to kind of coax it out of us or to help us see what direction we need to be going in. And so I I love the word guide. It feels, feels good to me. Um, so that is also something that is available to you. But whether you find your help with me or with someone else, or maybe you don't even need it, whatever the case may be, this is the time, this is the time. Okay, so I will see you next week for the November Akashic Record Reading, which I am excited slash nervous to see what it is that they're gonna channel through. Oh, Lord, we have some intense energy coming in November. And it's my birthday month, (laughs) y'all. Okay, much, much love. If you were inspired by today, please, please leave the podcast a review on iTunes and subscribe. Uh, You can also find links in the show notes for different things that I mentioned here, different podcast episodes, also information about the Soul Driven Collective Or sign up for the email list to get podcast updates, helpful resources, stuff like that. So wishing you the best week ahead. Again, so much love. Thank you for being here. And don't forget, when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. Until next week.